Hello, this is Carl Mailer from the Let's Talk Sports podcast. Are you one of the many people like me who love to voice their opinions? Then, well, the Anchor app is for you. Me, myself, I love using the Anchor app because I love voicing my opinion about everything sports. If you would like to get started on your own podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash start to make your own podcast. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Let's Talk Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Carl Mailer, the voice of podcasting, where we talk all things sports. Ladies and gentlemen, the big news coming out of yesterday, out of the baseball world, I don't know if anyone's seen it, I don't know if everyone has seen it, I should say, but Los Angeles Angels outfielder Mike Trout is reportedly going to sign a 12-year deal worth $430 million, which will make him the highest paid player in all of pro sports. And I and I got something right here. Uh, th- this is crazy to think that we are at an age now where athletes, uh, you know, these athletes rightfully deserve the money. And I've always said this too. Uh, I don't know if I've really mentioned it on any of the podcasts, uh, the, of the previous episodes, but I have I've, I have always felt that college athletes should at least get paid a, some some type of money because they are risking possible injury every time they step out onto the playing field, no matter what sport it is. I believe that college athletes should get paid. But here's a stat from Mike Trout's uh, contract. So 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 supposedly. Uh, like I said, it, it's he's supposed to be signed in this contract. So I'm reading something right now that he is supposed to make ninety eight thousand dollars a day, two hundred and twenty one thousand per game, and he's going to be making a hundred million dollars more than what Bryce Harper made is is going to make after Bryce Harper reportedly signed that. After Bryce Harper, I should I should say that he did sign that thirteen year, three hundred thirty billion dollar, excuse me, deal with the Philadelphia Phillies. You know I, I'm happy for I'm happy for Mike Trout. Uh, he's always been one of the uh, he he's been a very talented talented young baseball player since he came into the MLB. Uh, just he, he the team itself has not done anything too well. I don't think he's made the playoffs once yet since he's been in the league. I, I don't recall a time where he's made the playoffs, but I am happy for him. He deserves the money rightfully so, and I think this is just going to continue to get bigger and bigger contract-wise for for these athletes going forward because, I mean, if I was making that much money, if God blessed me with the opportunity to have been able to continue playing sports past high school because there was a certain point in time in my life where I did get kind of lazy playing playing sports. Uh, I wasn't too focused on it, uh, especially when I was in high school. I played football my freshman year of high school, and then after that I took uh, a year off of doing sports. Uh, I actually did try out 
for other sports my freshman and sophomore year, but I did not make anything. And then my junior and senior, I just mainly stuck to baseball. So I, I, I credit that to myself for being lazy on most points. But if I was blessed enough to have the the talent to play sports, I would honestly try to go pro. I would have tried to go pro. I would have loved the college level. There's just something about the college level uh, in sports that are at times is better than what you see professionally. It, it's just something about, you know, seeing these young uh, women and men get that opportunity to showcase their talent on, on the field, on the court, whatever the case may be. And sorry about that. It, it, it's so fascinating to see this stuff. And, and especially in case with someone like Zion Williamson, who people will probably get tired of hearing about him, but he's obviously going to be a first round pick in the, the, the NBA draft in June. And uh, clearly it seems like the New York Knicks are tanking for him, but you know, there comes a point in time where people are going to get their money Bryce Harper rightfully so deserves his money. It's crazy to think that now now you got to think about it because anyone who saw maybe about a week or so ago, maybe a week and a half, uh, Bryce Harper was saying something about possibly recruiting Mike Trout to the Phillies. And, and, and then you got into the whole tampering situation, which it seems like a lot of athletes, not a whole lot, but there are quite a few of athletes that seem to be getting in a little bit of trouble because it the the team fears that these players are trying to tamper with their players to recruit them to the a next possible destination. But now it seems like Bryce and now it seems like Mike Trout isn't going to be going anywhere. Mike Trout is probably going to finish out his career in Los Angeles with the Angels. And I really hope that Bryce Harper and Mike Trout, I really hope that they do end up winning a championship for their new team or well for Bryce Harper for his new team and for Mike Trout for his same team. But it, it, it's going to be tough because when you sign a contract that long, the expectations uh, for any sport, for any player, for any athlete, when you sign a contract and it's a big amount of money that it's invested. You got to live up to the expectations. So hopefully, Bryce, I, I, I know for sure Bryce Harper and Mike Trout are going to live up to their expectations. I'm not worried about that. But can they win championships? Because obviously that, I think, is what hindered just a little bit of Bryce Harper's situation in Washington. Uh, even though uh, the Nationals, and I mentioned this uh I mentioned this the uh, other day that supposedly the Nationals offered a 10-year deal worth about the same amount close to what Bryce Harper got paid from is getting paid from the Phillies uh, but Bryce Harper rejected it because the Nationals were declining some incentives or or what the case may be but I I really do feel like Bryce Harper and Mike Trout they are eventually, I don't know when it's going to happen, one could happen this year, possible, who knows, because anything can happen in any sport, but I do feel like Bryce Harper and Mike Trout are eventually going to win a championship, um, 
it, it's bound to happen. I think it's going to happen. So just we'll, we'll find out together. Uh, and other news in the MLB, uh, Alex Brakeman, Berkman signed a extension with the Houston Astros, a five-year deal. I, I want to say it was worth up to $100 million, so he's going to be staying in Houston for a while. And, and, and other news, Eric Flowers, the New York Giants' bust the, from the offensive line who ended up going to Jacksonville. Washington signed him to a one-year deal worth up to $4 million. Uh, hopefully he's a good, suitable backup for that offensive line because the last two years, uh, for anyone that watches the NFL, the last two years, Washington's offensive line has been wrecked by injuries. I think last year we didn't we did not have anybody from the starting the starting line that started the regular season for Washington ended all 16 games because we we were we've been tampered with injury and, and and I've always said this the last like really the last few years it seems like Washington gets hit with an injury bug on every side of the football the offensive side because obviously you saw what happened to Darius Geis in the uh, in the off preseason and Alex Smith what happened in that game against Houston it seems like Washington gets hit with the injury bug and that hurts us because we were in going into that game in Houston. Washington had a winning record, and then after we lost him, we won one game after that. It, it's it's tough to to do anything when when you're injury prone, and I feel like Washington is just an injury prone injury bug team because I I know something is going to happen. It, I I can just feel it. Something's going to happen. The, the coming up this season, but I, I wish, I wish no harm against any, any player going forward. I just, I get tired of the, the injury bug happening. It, it's been, it, it's, it's been relatively a quiet past couple of days in the sports world. N- nothing too major. Supposedly CJ McCollum, uh, possibly suffered a scary injury in basketball. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, I, I will say this, ladies and gentlemen, it looks like Giannis Antetokounmpo should be the MVP this year. I feel like James Harden is probably going to win the MVP just because of the stats that James Harden has put up and the season is coming to an end. The regular season, I should say, is coming to an end. And uh, But I, I, I'm in full support of Giannis, the Greek freak. I am in full support of Giannis winning the the MVP. I I told my dad the other day. I I told him I said, you know, even though I'm a Phoenix Suns fan, and and trust me, I, I I've been getting a lot of criticism uh, recently from from my friends. They're like, why are you a Phoenix Suns fan? And I have to explain to these people that you know, you go back to the days like over ten years ago. You go back to the days of when Steve Nash was playing for Phoenix, Sean Marion. Amari Stoudemire, those guys really epitomized Phoenix Suns basketball. And Steve Nash, one of the greatest assist persons in all of basketball, he ranks third all-time in assists. John Stockton, Jason Kidd, Steve Nash. I mean, just look, Steve Nash was a nasty guy. I, I used to remember when I used to live out in Arizona back in 06, and this is when Phoenix was really... 
uh, hitting some high strides in the franchise. Just watching when Phoenix would come on TV during basketball season, just watching Steve Nash, the way he he would dribble around the, the perimeter of, of the uh, – just the way he would dribble around the perimeter – of the of the post and just pass the ball. Steve Nash was amazing to watch, but I but I like I was saying I did tell my dad the other day because uh, the the 76ers were playing the Bucks in Milwaukee. I, I told my dad I said Dad I would get myself a Giannis Antetokounmpo jersey because I like Giannis. You know I might be a Phoenix Suns fan, and I still have yet to get a new Phoenix Suns jersey. The only Phoenix Suns jersey I have ever gotten was a Shaquille O'Neal jersey. And that's when basically I would say Shaquille O'Neal was near the end of his playing days. And and Shaquille O'Neal and to tell you the truth when Shaquille O'Neal played for Phoenix, it was about the same time I was out there in in Ari- when I was living out there in Arizona when my dad was still in the military. So that just tells you right there how long ago that was for Shaquille O'Neal. And, and, and it just it, it's it's weird because that is the only jersey I've ever gotten. You know, I I have I have I have the ability to get myself a jersey. I'm just I will say this: I am lazy right now to get myself another NBA jersey because there is a quite a bit of players that I would just get individually. Like you see those people that have just random jerseys, but you can just tell or they tell you I'm a fan of this team. But I just like these players. You see, I have a bunch of teams and a lot of, and most of my friends know the teams I like in the in the sports realm. But I would get myself individual jerseys. I would get me a Giannis Antetokounmpo jersey. I would get me a, a Joel Embiid jersey. I would get me a Ben Simmons jersey. I definitely need to get me a Devin Booker jersey from Phoenix and maybe a DeAndre Ayton jersey from Phoenix. Uh, because I like what I see out of them too going forward. Um, and you know, the funny thing is, and I don't know if I've ever talked about this, people were trying to, and, and I don't know if it was the analyst, so to speak, but I, I think that some people were comparing DeAndre Ayton and Devin Booker to be like the next kind of tandem duo of Shaquille and Kobe. Now, I don't know if anyone could ever repeat you know, what Shaquille O'Neal and Kobe Bryant did when Shaquille was playing with the Lakers during that time era. But it would be so, so awesome to see that happen. It would be so awesome. But like I was saying, guys, it's it's been relatively quiet the last couple of days in, in the sports world. Nothing too major uh, going on. So hopefully some other news comes out because – it's just been relatively quiet. I the news yesterday about Mike Trout. I I woke up after I got home from work and I saw that and I'm like, man, Bryce Harper gets paid a couple weeks ago and now Mike Trout rightfully deserves his money. So, and that that's a big that's a big step going forward for MLB players because it kind of shows you the direction of okay, you look at all the teams in the in Major League Baseball. Every team has to have a franchise player, and, and that's with any any major sport. But it's going to really change the direction, I think, of how GMs and owners look at 
their franchise players and how they look at other franchise players because there are some teams in Major League Baseball that have more than one player that are considered franchise guys. And, and I will say this, like I'm an Atlanta Braves fan, and you look at a guy like Freddie Freeman, our first baseman, he is basically the next Chipper Jones of Atlanta Braves baseball. And Chipper Jones was one of the best third basemen to have ever played the game. And he rightfully deserved to go into the Hall of Fame last year. And I was happy that he did. And then you look at a guy who took the, the world by storm. And he run the he won the National League Rookie of the Year, rightfully so. Uh, number 13, Ronald Acuna Jr. He I, I believe he is another franchise type of stepping stone for the Atlanta Braves franchise. Uh, I, I, I like where that's going. I hope Atlanta can try to defend the National League East uh, division pennant. It's going to be fun this year just because of you see, and, and you see this a lot, and, and I know I mentioned this about Deshaun Jackson going back to Philadelphia where he all started. You see this a lot with, with players. They, they go to in-state or in-division, in, I'm sorry, not in-state, but in-division rivals. Uh, the whole Terrell Owens, when Terrell went from Philly to Dallas or Dallas to Philly, whichever one came first. But you see the transaction here. Uh, Deshaun Jackson went from Philly to Washington, and now he's back in Philly after the experiment in, in Tampa didn't work out. And now you have it with Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper goes from from Washington, the Washington Nationals to the Philadelphia Phillies. Both teams are in the same division. So it's going to be fun this year. Uh, the, the regular season starts. I don't know if it starts all at the same time for every team, but opening day for my Atlanta Braves is March 28th, which is eight days away. So I'm excited. Baseball season's back. Uh, March Madness is starting up. I am so excited. Uh, and, I, and I wanted to talk about this uh, just real quick before I go. I'm 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 really happy that Carolina did get a number one seed in the Midwest region. I kind of figured that Carolina was going to have somewhat of a hard region to play in because you look at the teams that are in that region. Uh, obviously, you got Carolina, you got Kentucky, you got Auburn. Who I think Auburn's going to be scary in in the tournament. And, and you got some you got some big Pac-12 teams in there that are going to be difficult to watch. Uh, and or I should say difficult to play. So and and this is the and this is why I've always told people cuz people like to argue this with me and I and I always prove my point correct. If the ACC was to if the ACC has three number 1 teams uh three number 1 seeds in the NCAA tournament that just shows you that the NC that the ACC is a hard tournament. You got Duke Virginia and Carolina representing number one seeds in this tournament, along with Gonzaga, even though Gonzaga is not in the ACC, but congratulations to Gonzaga for getting a number one seed. And, you know, a lot of people had some backlash on this, and I think I, I, and I, and I could agree with people on this. Uh, how in the world does Michigan State get a number two seed after winning the regular season uh, title and they won the conference championship and they're a number two seed in the same region that Duke is a number one seed in. 
I, I think a lot of people were upset about that, and I would too, to be honest, if I was Michigan State. I think Michigan State did deserve a number one seed. And, and the only reason why I say that is because, yeah, you look at a lot of the teams that were in the top 25 this year, especially early on, a lot of teams suffered some ugly losses to other teams. And it was. It was ugly to watch. But Michigan State did their part. And Gonzaga Gonzaga lost to St. Mary's in the finals of the of their tournament. So I, I would have considered putting uh, Michigan State number one over Gonzaga. But, you know, I'm not – I don't work for the NCAA committee. I don't work for the basketball NCAA committee. So I don't have no say-so. But the NCAA March Madness is starting up. The final teams are – uh, are revving up to get into their spots. Belmont beat Temple last night, so Belmont is going to be into the March Madness craziness, as I like to say. Uh, and, and really, I don't know if I'm going to do a bracket this year, you guys. It's I forgot how many I did last year. I think I did like two or three, and they were busted within the first, not even the first week of of the tournament because – uh, and and I really think you know and I and I can't remember, but I want to say I had Virginia winning it all in one of my brackets, and they were the first time the first time in history last year a number one seed lost to a sixteen seed when UMBC beat Virginia. So my brackets were busted. I don't know if I'm going to do a bracket this year. I'm still debating, uh, but I I am probably going to most likely do a bracket. And I'm not trying to be biased, but I hope Carolina wins it all this year because I am a Carolina fan, but I won't count on Carolina winning at all. But you never know. Like I said earlier in the broadcast, anything can happen in any sport, so I'm looking forward to it. I want to thank you guys for tuning in today to the Let's Talk Sports Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Carl Mailer, the voice of podcasting, where we talk all things sports.